Hello, hello, hello. How are y'all doing? I am just so thankful for you. Thanks so much for joining me. I just wanted to get right into it today. I had a great conversation with one of our fellow podcast followers, and it was such a good conversation. And I just felt like this is something that not only me and that person needed to talk out, but maybe this is a conversation for all of us. And so we're going to hop into it. So the question this beautiful person asked me was, they, they've listened to my podcast talking about what happens if you fall, um, how to avoid it. And so they wanted practical steps on how can they maintain purity and sexual integrity in their relationship. And so I guess um, that's a question that definitely needs to be dealt with over and over and over and over. That should be like a fresh reminder, um, a fresh conversation, because a lot of times a lot of this stuff go untalked about. Because it could be uncomfortable, it could be very, put you in a place where you feel too vulnerable, you feel embarrassed, you don't want to be judged, but I firmly believe that you actually need to put that out on front street. You need to be having these open conversations because that's going to literally help you. And so here's some things that I told them about how do do you navigate this? How do you maintain that purity and that um, level of purity in sexual stuff and the chemistry you be feeling, like how do you really maintain that? So number one, you want to establish clear boundaries. Like I always talk about what boundaries have you established? Have you all sat and talked about what means what to what? What are my expectations? What are my boundaries? What am I not willing to do? Because a lot of times we be rolling off assumption and assumption is so dangerous in a Christian relationship because if you're assuming this person is, you know, he got the same mindset you got, y'all on the same page, and you haven't had that conversation. That's how stuff get very, 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 very twisted up when the rubber meets the road or when y'all coming off a hot, nice, beautiful date and you feeling all beautiful, he feeling all, all fine. Y'all really just vibing with each other. Y'all really just connecting with each other. And one thing leads to another and you wake up and you, you've had sex. And so, you need to establish a clear boundary. So you got to start communicating openly with your partner about your expectations and boundaries regarding physical affection. Y'all know how I feel now. I don't believe in kissing. Even though I've kissed in relationships, kissing for me leads to babies. You got to go before the Lord and ask him, is kissing something I want to incorporate in my relationship? Or do you feel like you're strong enough? The flesh is weak, even though the spirit is willing. You got to remember that. And so it's easy for you to argue because I've had so many people to argue with me. Faye, I think that's too far. Faye, you being legalistic. Faye, whatever. But I've walked this road before. I know what physical intimacy, physical affection can do. Physical affection leads to physical intimacy. It literally like almost like, it's almost like going from like a crock pot to a microwave. In the in the the space of intimacy, it literally when you're touchy feely, too much touching, too much all that little Google Gaga stuff, that can literally endanger your walk with Jesus, endanger and threaten your walk with this person, and y'all both gonna be finding yourself in situations you're not supposed to be. Let's be honest. And so I think you need to establish limits on what is permissible within the context of your Christian values. And I'm fully aware that some of y'all are not, you know, 
completely sold out. Some of y'all are more cultured and kingdom. And so you better make sure that when you're in this relationship or you're dating someone or you're thinking about dating somebody, you have a believer that's on the same page. Because even believers can be unequally yoked. That is dangerous, okay? And so have that conversation. I've heard where people legit, y'all, this is a straight up thing. They feel like because they're in their 30s, they haven't gotten married yet, there's no prospects at this point. It's okay to have sex because you just understand that. And I'm looking at them like, baby, show me the scripture. Where is the scripture at? Because I don't I don't see that in the Bible. Like where you get that from? That is false. That is literally from the enemy himself. He wants you to settle. He wants you to compromise. Because once you compromise sexually with physical intimacy, guess what else you're gonna compromise? You're not gonna you're not gonna want and desire the things of God. It's gonna pull you from your, your relationship with the Father. You gotta understand. The threat of why it's so important to maintain physical and sexual purity. Understand? All that kissing, hugging, touching, all that stuff. Well, you're like, Faye, we do everything, but we don't penetrate. Baby, you might as well penetrate because you already penetrated each other spiritually. You penetrated each other emotionally. You penetrated each other mentally. I know many virgins who are nasty virgins. Yeah, I said it. You look nasty virgin. Because you out here touching, feeling, you're watching anything, you're masturbating. You're doing everything but having a physical act of sex. At that point, your virginity, in my opinion, its value is totally on clearance. And so I think you need to go before the Lord, if that is you, and repent. And the Lord will make all things new, understand me? And so there's no condemnation, but I want you to hear the truth. Like, you can't be out here talking about, I'm a virgin, I'm this, I'm that. But you out here touchy-feely. You you worse than the people who've had sex before you watching as much porn if not more porn you're masturbating you're all over the place sexually because you have no boundaries and you think that because you haven't had actual sex that makes you better or that makes you innocent or that makes you still pure you've placed your virginity on clearance you have started to eat away at your own um heart at your own spirit at your own relationship. You've taken your eyes off the king and you're trying to control the situation and satisfy yourself. Your body's not yours. And so you've been bought with a price and the price was high. Jesus was crushing the cross for you. And so you can't just do what you want with your body because this body is a temple of the Holy Spirit and we're called to walk holy. Yes, you will not be perfect, but you are to be blameless. And you can't just make an excuse. Well, Faye, I feel like this. And Faye, um, well, I'm not having sex, but we're doing this. No, baby, you better get them boundaries up strong. If you can't handle it, get out the kitchen. What am I saying? If you can't handle the heat in the kitchen, get out the kitchen. Meaning there's a season when you can date and it's, it's, it's safe for you. And it's something that you can comfortably handle. And there are seasons where you better get your butt far away from dating as you can. When I was a young believer and I had just made my mind, I wanted to follow Jesus. And I had just came out my relationship out the world. I knew there was no dating for me because I was going to mess up somebody's son. I'm just going to be honest because my biggest struggle was fornication. I enjoyed physical and sexual pleasure. I really, really, really enjoyed it. And I just thought, I literally, no one told me this, but but because no one sat and talked to me about sex, the only thing they told me was, don't be out here bringing, getting STD, sleeping with somebody out of condom, and don't be getting pregnant before you're 18. Those were the only things that I was taught. And so 
what I did was I just looked around me and I saw that anybody, like everybody, if, if, if someone I was watching, like a woman I was watching had a boyfriend, she had sex with him. So I thought that if you got a boyfriend, that meant have sex with him. That means, okay, now I can have sex with him because at least I got a boyfriend. You got to, we got to explain this stuff. We got to really lay it out and really show what God really says about it. Because just because you have a boyfriend means nothing. That's still not your spouse. I'm sorry. You single, long as you single. Until you married, you single. If he ain't wiped you up, you single. And I'm not saying be out here playing with people, but I'm trying to make it very clear. A boyfriend and girlfriend relationship that's not heading towards marriage, you playing with somebody's future. You playing with your future, to be honest. And y'all, I don't went on a tangent, but anywho, we got to establish some clear boundaries, okay? Let's get back to this. These boundaries may include, and they need to include, no pre premarital sex, okay? I don't believe in a bunch of physical touch because you touch me, baby. We're we going to do some things. And that's why I got all these kids I got now because Faye enjoy it. I enjoy physical touch, especially by my man. But now I'm married, I can do it, you know, godly. So it's fun over here because I'm able to enjoy it in a godly manner. But before I was married, I had to be like, no, bro, we can't do none of that because I know myself. Be true to yourself. Be honest with yourself. Ain't nothing wrong with how you feeling. God gave you those feelings. But you need parameters. You need boundaries. Them boundaries are put forth to guard you, bro. They, they put in place to guard your heart, to keep you from experiencing heartbreak and sickness and disease and, and whatever consequences that come down the pipe. When you do things outside the order of the kingdom. Like, I didn't have to become a single mom. I love my beautiful little girl. Like, she's now 11. I love her so much. But that wasn't God's perfect will for my life. He didn't want me out here with a baby homeless, sleeping in my car, praying no one would break in my car with me and my kid in there. He didn't want me crying and stressed out and can't eat, can't sleep, depressed, suicidal because of, of one stupid decision. Because I couldn't say no to my flesh. Because I desire to be loved and be seen more than I desire him. It wasn't his desire. But he used it off his glory. He's redeemed me. I thank God for that. And so I don't believe in a lot of physical touch. Maybe y'all need to come to an agreement where we holding hands. You know, we can hold a hand in public or whatever. But me personally, I feel like, because I know human nature, too much touch, too much talk, too much time you're going to find yourself in a very, very weird place, okay? And so y'all need to um, really have a conversation about personal convictions, about boundaries, and what does that look like for your relationship. And you need to even have those set before you even start dating. Let's just talk about it. Have those set before you even start dating, okay? Let's keep going. Number two, I told her, you need accountability, honey. Accountability. Can you accountability? Yes, you need, you need accountability, honey. Can't be in isolation. I have no idea that. I have no idea why we as believers, when we start dating, it's like we forget how to be friends with our friends. <laughs> that is insane to me, y'all. I don't understand how that is the case. When you start dating somebody, like you straight up, like you like <laughs> you like straight up check out on your friends. Why do we do that, y'all? That's a real problem. That's a real conversation we're gonna have one day. But you need to find trusted friend or friends. You need to find them. Keep them close. Fight for that relationship. A mentor. 
Even a church couple that you know and trust that can hold you accountable. Hold both of you, both the boyfriend and the girlfriend accountable. Okay? That is so important. Like, couples that me and my husband mentor, we ask people straight up, hey, what y'all do last night? Hey, how y'all purity, what y'all purity looking like? Hey, what y'all over there doing? Have y'all watched something funny? Y'all touching each other body parts? Are y'all sexting? What y'all doing? And yes, you should see the look on their faces when we come out that up front. <laughs> but I firmly believe that if you don't deal with it head on, it will never be dealt with. I'm not one of those people that you can say, Faye, I want you to mentor me. Faye, I want you to walk with me in this. And I'm just going to say, you know, we all fall short and, you know, there's grace and, you know, we're just going to pray. Yes, I'm going to say we all fall short. Yes, I'm going to say there's grace for that. Yes, I am going to be your biggest cheerleader. I'm going to be your biggest big sister. I am going to love you through it, but I am also going to challenge you. I am going to call you out on your mess. I am going to ask the hard questions. When's the last time you masturbated? When's the last time you kissed and made out and touchy feels all up on your booze private parts? Yes, just like that. I know y'all probably in y'all car, whatever you listen to me at, like cringing right now. You're like, oh my God, Faye, be quiet. But you need that. And if a person can't give you that type of realness, that type of rawness, that type of, I love you so much to make both of us uncomfortable, you need to find another accountability partner. And not some partner who doing what you're doing. You need to find somebody who's actually trying to live this thing out for real. Like you need to find the real church, the real body, the real believers that's not afraid and not ashamed and, and not embarrassed to do what God told us to do in the word. I'm not talking about no watered down, flu-flu, just little weak Christian who has no power over nothing, who don't know their authority, who don't know who they are in Jesus. They just accept anything. They always oppress. No, find you somebody who's strong in the Lord and their desire is to please him. Those are the best people to have in your life. I got plenty of them, y'all, plenty of them. My question is now that I'm on the married side is, Faye, how you been talking to your husband? Faye, how you been handling this right here? They, they ask me real questions about how am I being a biblical wife even when he don't deserve it. And so those are so, that's so, 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 so important. You got to regularly share your struggles, victories, and progress with someone you trust um, so they can help you stay on track. You can't date in isolation, baby. You can't date alone. That's 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 a that's a trick from the enemy. I remember when I dated my daughter's dad, and, and I talk about that a lot because that relationship shaped my life in so many ways. Like that relationship honestly almost cost me my life. I almost committed suicide afterwards because I lost my identity in him. I thought he was my everything. We had planned to be married. I got pregnant and things went south. And so I didn't know who I was coming out of that. And while in a relationship, I did have people warning me like, hey, Faye, I don't think you should do that. But I'm the type who need to be basically like shoved out the way. Like if you see a, like say you see like a big old truck coming down the street, big old semi truck. And you got somebody just walking off the street, headphones on, they just in their own little world. You can't just be like, hey, might be a bad idea for you to be walking out in front of, in front of that truck like that. Or, hey, I'm going to pray for you. People like me, you need to push me out the way. You need to get in my face. You need to say, Faye, you tripping. 
And I didn't really have that. I had people being trying to be nice to me. I'm not going to be the nicest person to you when I see your life, your spirit, your walk with Jesus on the line. Yes, I'm going to be loving. But being loving is not always being nice. It's two different things to be nice and kind. That's two different things. I am never going to be put niceness, niceness towards you over the um the the wanting to see you walk and wanting to see your your relationship with Jesus be strong. I am never going to put I just want to you know I don't want to be confrontational over me seeing you about to make the biggest mistake of your life. Yes, you might be mad at me, but guess what? You're going to thank me later. And that's how I rock. You need to find somebody who rocked the same way. Yes, I can't stand when my friends tell me what I don't want to hear. Like one of my friends, I told her about my, my I, had a, I had a situation that popped up in my personal life about housing. And these people did my family so wrong. And I wanted to destroy them. I'm just being honest, being really upfront right now. Okay. I wanted to get even. I wanted revenge. I'm just going to tell the truth. Okay. <laughs> and I told my friend and my friend said, Faith. I was like, well, I didn't do it. I just wanted to. I was angry, but I didn't sin. And my friend girl said, Faye, you need to repent because your heart is trash right now. And I was like, oh, excuse you. But she was right. And immediately I had to go and ask God that Lord help my heart. Lord, renew the right spirit in me. Search my heart. Oh, God, why am I so vengeful right now? And so you need that accountability. Number three, the third thing we talked about was now you need to work on avoiding temptation. You need to work on avoiding tempting situations. You need to put up guardrails. Meaning, what y'all doing at night with each other? Like past 9 p.m., 10 p.m., like in private. Why you at his house? Why y'all doing late night caps? Why y'all, you know, long romantic walks in the park all by y'all self? Why y'all laying in a car? A lot of stuff go down in the car after a date. I ain't crazy. A lot of stuff go down in a car at night after a date. And so you know what I'm saying. I ain't gotta I ain't gotta put it out here too 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 much. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and, and even when you home and y'all y'all FaceTiming each other, showing each other body parts, showing each other all type of stuff, sending weird pictures to each other, you need to avoid these situations. So you gotta be mindful of the environments and situations you put yourself in. You got to avoid being alone in these private romantic places for extended periods of time, especially when you know, you know that you know that you know temptation going to be a factor and temptation going to win because we be weak as water in those spaces because our body is literally like, it's literally like in flames and all it takes is one little thing, one little touch, one little kiss, one little something to totally, baby, send you off into a spiral of passion and lust. And so avoid this stuff. Stop playing with your life. And so choose group activities or public settings for your dates. Get up, go to coffee, go to breakfast, go to brunch. Like there's other options. You don't have to, you know, play with your walk like that. Play with your intimacy like that. Because the thing about it is that if you cross these boundaries, if you find yourself, y'all already have had sex and y'all doing what married people do, it's going to blind you. You won't be doing the proper duty. You will not fulfill what you're supposed to fulfill in your singleness if you do this. What am I saying? 
What I'm saying is you won't ask the right questions. You won't see what you need to see. You will miss the interview stage where you need to find out how is he when he's angry? How is he with his, with his mother? How is he with kids? Is he mentally stable? Is he emotionally stable? Because you'll be drunk in love, drunk in lust with this person. You're going to miss every red flag there is to be seen. Because the Lord warns his children. The Lord cares about you. He don't want you to enter into a relationship that's not his perfect will. Although he'll allow it because of free will. It'll be his permissive will. He'll permit you to do that because you chose it. But I don't. the reason we avoid this stuff, y'all, is because you got to stay grounded. And when you are all lovey-dovey, fruit-fruit-fruit, you're not grounded. You are floating on a cloud. <laughs> you are just happy that someone's hugging you and touching you and loving on you. And you are missing everything you need to see so you can make a solid decision. And so, y'all, I got three more we're going to jump into in our next episode. Thank y'all so much for listening. I want you to drop comments. I want you to email me. I want you to hit me up. I want to know what you're doing out there. How's your walk? Do you need accountability? Yes, I am still working on bringing this community together in one little tribe so we can hold each other accountable and really date the biblical way. And so I love y'all. Y'all are amazing. Y'all stay beautiful. Y'all take care. Bye-bye.